It is important to know that there is a God and that He is the rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. It is important to know that there is a God who dictates absolutes. It is important to know that no truth has ever controverted the truth found in the Word of the living God. This website is dedicated to the Word of God and to the world's continual discoveries that verify it. It is eternally important to know God, and this intimate knowledge can only be obtained by being born into His family through the saving blood of His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. If you have yet to be born of God, click on the Further with Jesus on this website now for today's subject. God said, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 14, I will therefore that the younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. God said, Titus chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. God said, Proverbs chapter 31, verse 27, She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Man said, These biblical commandments concerning husband and wife relationships are just another example of this archaic and outdated book. What supposed God of perfect wisdom would have ever spoken such foolishness? Now the record. Is it possible that the God revealed in the Bible could have had insight into the male, female, physical, and psychological constructs that only their Creator could know? Thousands of years ago, literally since the beginning of time, God in His Word declares the truth of an issue. Modern academia rejects that truth, manages to trip over it, and in its tripping still refuses to acknowledge the Creator. Well said the Word of God in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 19, The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. Over the years, the roles of husband and wife have shifted dramatically. For decades, the liberal proponents of the feminist movement have demeaned the worthiness and righteousness of the wife, mother, and homemaker, as described biblically. Satan's incessant attack on the marriage union, which is the foundation of societal structure, has reaped devastation. In man's first encounter with Satan, his faith in God's word was challenged. He capitulated and surrendered himself unto Satan and thus the law of sin and death. In that very day of unbelief, our original parents, Adam and Eve, died spiritually and were booted out of paradise. Since then, all of their progeny have been spiritually stillborn and continued to traipse in the footprints of their rebellious parents. Sin and death are the only possible outcome. In all cases, casting off the word of the Creator begets devastation, and the commandments concerning the marriage union are no exception. This is just one more area where men and women have chosen the opposite end of God's yardstick and have come up short, very, very short. I must note that in many cases, especially in the instance of a single mother or father, it is necessary to work outside the home. Those believers who find themselves in such a way should know and trust that their father will fill the void in their family unit and make it whole. This article is in no way intended to cast guilt upon those individuals who by necessity are required to work outside their homes. May God's face shine upon you in your labors. 
This article is directed to those biblical antagonists who claim the Bible's marriage commandments are valueless and that the mother in particular is free from its archaic directives to be a wife, mother, and homemaker. They say women should forget these social constraints and cast off their biological and physiological design and seek self, note self, fulfilling careers in business, etc. In 1975, 47% of America's mothers with children under 18 worked outside the home, and in 2004, the number has risen a whopping 53% to 72%. Unfortunately, the news to follow is not good. The problems being caused by this situation and the cost to society are staggering. Researchers are just beginning to get a handle on it. Man's counsel is to continue to promote the career-driven mother. No national leader is standing up and directing women to the honorable and highly valuable occupation of wife, mother, and homemaker. On September 15, 2000, New York Senator Hillary, Hillary Clinton suggested quality daycare is the most effective tool against crime. Her husband, former President Bill Clinton, was quoted by BYU as saying, millions of children, 20% of ages 6 to 12, without care in the hours after school are in harm's way, end of quote. National and global leaders consistently deal with the peripheral issue. In other words, they deal with the fruit instead of the root. In an article titled Divorce, Working Mothers Blame for Erosion of Family Values, which was published in September of 2002 in Brigham Young University's News Scroll, the following excerpts are found. Recent research, along with forum speaker Richard Wilkins of BYU Law School, blamed divorce, working mothers, and degrading traditional family values as catalyst in youth's social and psychological problems. With almost half of all marriages in the United States ending in divorce, research excuse me, shows the effects of parental split-up carry long-term harm on children, a Time magazine article said. Over one million children are involved in new divorces each year, and the feature continues. The U.N. conference, consisting of international representatives and non-governmental organizations throughout the world, produced policies and agendas that induced domestic law throughout the world, even in the United States, Wilkins said. Radical groups seeking to defend homosexuality and replace the ideals of the traditional family dominated the conference. They have organized efforts to attack every single statement in the proclamation of the family, Wilkins said. To, get, to them, gender is a social construct. Even childbearing is a social construct. Motherhood is considered stereotypical and oppressive. Other items that NGOs debated at the conference included same-sex marriage, parental rights to teach religion and morals to their children, euthanasia, and governmental child care. One group argued that at least 90% of children should be placed in a child care, in child care, excuse me, so women could pursue other careers, Wilkins said. The reaction to Wilkins' message at the conference that motherhood and the traditional family should be preserved was one of hissing and booing by most and a standing ovation by a few. Wilkins urged students to take action against the world of degrading values. We are heaping disaster upon disaster. We live in a society where half of our pregnancies are terminated by abortion. When you live in a world where half of all pregnancies are killed and half of those that go to term come into single-family homes who are going to be faced with real problems, we don't value life. We don't value children, Wilkins said. We have become incredibly selfish. 
We are more interested in the happiness of mommy and daddy than the kids. Successful societies live for the next generation. End of quote. The headline and subheadline from an August 13, 2003 article from BBC News reads, New fears over working mothers, children whose mothers return to full-time work before they are 18 months old, are slower at developing basic learning skills, a new study says, end of quote. The new study measured 12,000 children born in 1991 and 1992 at four stages and interfaced with data with working habits of the mothers. The following excerpt is from that article. The report on the U.K.'s working mothers said 14% go back to full-time work before the first year and a half of their child's life. It found that the reading, writing, and speaking of these children between the ages of 2 and 8 were negatively affected. A BBC News March 14, 2001 headline reads, Working Mothers Linked to School Failure. The following paragraphs are from that report. Researchers followed the academic progress of pupils born in the 1970s and have found that low attainment was more likely in families where mothers returned to full-time work before children were five. The long-term study for the Joseph Roundtree Foundation, based on over 1,200 young people, says that where mothers went back uh, to full-time work, children were less likely to achieve A-levels. There were also links between both parents of preschool children working full-time and an increase in psychological problems in adulthood, end of quote. U.S. News & World Report, August 1997 reports, Everyone suspects that working mothers are stressed out. Now science is chiming in with its view. A study published last week, excuse me, in the psychosomatic medicine reported that working women with children had consistently higher levels of cortisol, the stress hormone, than fellow working women without children. That puts them at higher risk for health problems, such as heart attack and weakened immune system, end of quote. Jody Hyman, M.D., Ph.D., is the founder and director of the Project on Global Working Families. Her accomplishments and recognitions in this field are daunting. On Dr. Hyman's website, the following excerpts were found concerning her organization's research on the working family. Children whose parents work in the evening are significantly more likely to do poorly in mathematics. For each hour that a parent works between 6 and 9 p.m., his or her child is 16% more likely to score in the bottom quartile on math tests. Children whose parents work at night are 2.72 times more likely to be suspended from school than children whose parents do not work at night, end of quote. The following paragraph is found on www.theantidrug.com under the article titled, Keeping Latchkey Kids Off of Drugs. It reads, Seven and a half million children in the U.S. between the ages of 5 and 14 are latchkey kids, according to the National Institute on Out-of-School Time. Research confirms that kids are less likely to get into trouble when a responsible adult is watching them. In a study published by the American Academy of Pediatrics, researchers found that 8th graders who are unsupervised more than 10 hours a week are about 10% more likely to try marijuana and twice as likely to smoke cigarettes or drink alcohol as 8th graders who are unsupervised 0 hours per week, end of quote. Women casting off their role as wife, mother, and homemaker also contribute substantially to adultery, 
as a result of job-related relationships and therefore divorce, children going adrift, abortion, etc. Truly the cost to society are staggering. God's word is the truth. Those who strive to line up with it will reap the beautiful benefits of the correct decision. God said, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 14, I will therefore that the younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. God said, Titus chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. God said, Proverbs chapter 31, verse 27, She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Man said, These biblical commandments concerning husband and wife relationships are just another example of this archaic and outdated book. What supposed God of perfect wisdom would have ever spoken such foolishness? Now you have the record.